0: and welcome to the final episode of Developing the Ear. I'm Anthony Vasallo, joined by my co-host, Noah Siega. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Angelina Trongone, and unlike our last guest, she is not a music student at Purchase. Angelina is a second year psychology major, but plays the drums in her free time. Today, we'll discuss how music and percussion has shaped her into the person she is today. So let's welcome our guest. Angelina, how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm good. Donny, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. And then, of course, my co-host Noah is alongside with me. How are you, Noah? I'm doing alright. Glad to be here, bro. Awesome, awesome. Me too. So, Ange, I know it's a you're a little bit different from our last guests because you're not a music student here. So, just before we get into it, just tell me about your first music inspirations when you were growing up as a child.
1: Sure. Um. So, like, as a kid, I my dad listened to a lot of Alice in Chains. So I have a lot of influence from them for sure, just in terms of like their sound and just really like enjoy that. Uh, Fleetwood Mac and, and uh, honestly, like early 2000s music too. Like even Miley Cyrus, I do have to say, like I do take a lot of inspiration from her and honestly, just the way that she sounds as well. I kind of take a lot of inspiration from sound, like specifically um, just the way it makes me feel. That's interesting because.
0: I never really thought of like Miley Cyrus but now that you you talk about it her beats and like all the percussion in like pop music although I feel like it kind of goes like undercover all that percussion is very important and um I don't know I, I feel like it doesn't get a lot of credit. No, do you feel like that's that's kind of like a an answer we haven't been expecting, Miley Cyrus. Yeah,
2: for sure, definitely not. Not compared to all the other music we've right. talked about. I would, I want to, you know, ask. And maybe what was your first, you know, memory? With, like with the drums, you know, mm-hmm. since like uh, you're saying that these influ- these artists influenced you. Like, what's your earliest memory of like maybe picking one up before you could even like be influenced by them?
1: Yeah. So, um, so when I was in the car as a kid, and I guess this does kind of go into it because I used to uh, hit the back of my mom's seat in the car. <laughs> And she would be like, stop, stop that or whatever. And I was like, just kept doing it. And she was like, you know, do you, do you want to play the drums? And I was like, yeah, and I was like six years old. So at the time, you know, I was watching Hannah Montana and I was listening to pop music. So as much as it sounds kind of stupid, like you expected to be like all these old musicians who I really do appreciate and love. I, I like do remember because I started uh, drum lessons when I was six and only did it until I was like 11. But, um, so at that time I was like wanting to play like Disney Channel music and things like that. But I do, so I do have like a love for pop music and, and things like that.
2: I mean, I don't know how you convinced your mom because I literally, my mom tried to get me to play guitar, <laughs> piano, anything. And I wanted to play the drums and she would always say, you're not playing the drums. You're not playing the drums. I'm not having that, you know, racket in my house. And so, um. I'm I'm jealous I'm jealous because I always wanted to
1: play the drums. Yeah, I uh, didn't have a drum set for a while, and and I would go to lessons, and like he'd be like, "Are you practicing?" I was like, "Yeah," but meanwhile, I was just like not actually practicing at all. So because I didn't have a set. Oh, the
0: <laughs> So Angelina, you mentioned that you stopped getting formal drum training at eleven, but obviously, you didn't stop playing the drums so like how did you get back into it was there a period where like you actually did stop or like how did you keep it in your life
1: yeah so yeah so when I hit like 11 I was also doing dance and things at the time and I was doing the play at school so I had a lot going on and I talked to my drum teacher at the time like hey like what are you gonna teach me from this point on He was like honestly you know all the basics now it's time to take it and and go on your own because once you learn like you know, patterns and, and things like that, and you, you know, like, how to drum to a beat, it's not really about learning anymore. It's about just learning new music and practicing and just getting better. So there's nothing more he was really gonna teach me necessarily about how to do it. So I stopped, and, and when I got to high school, I kind of, well, before that, I kind of, like, focused on dance and other things, and, and when I got to high school, they had a rock club, which was, like, a band at school, but it wasn't, like, you know, a marching band. It was, like in the suspension room and the, and the drum set was in a cage. And I was like, "What? what is this? And then I went to like the first meeting and I met this girl, Ashley, who now was my best friend of like all these years. And she's actually um, a musician right now. She went on tour with Alice in Chains actually and um, Evanescence and, and people like that. So I met like all these kids and my friend Kira who like all had this passion of like playing rock music together. So I got I auditioned and I joined. And so then all through high school, I just played in rock club. And then I um, got a drum set and put it in my grandma's basement and put foam on the ceiling and started playing. And that's kind of where it went from there. So I'm kind of just like mostly self-taught from, from there.
2: Wow, that's really awesome. That's really interesting to hear that you know, like at some point it really does take like a, like the path splits and it's like, you know, you kind of have to just keep getting better to create on your own or I guess like the, the way you made sound was like kind of just stop. And so it was also really cool though to hear that like eventually you found like people who shared that, you know, like passion and like yeah, understanding. Yeah, for so. sure.
0: Yeah, it seems like you got like a lot of really good friends from that rock club. How did they influence you and how did those like memories of you guys playing, whether it was in your grandmother's basement, it sound like you mentioned, or at the school, Um, how did those experience kind of shape you to who you are now
1: yeah I mean it felt like kind of like delinquent club but like the in the best way like there was nothing reckless about it but no one was doing it you know like even even the way that they had it it was in the suspension room like I said like no everyone's just like why are these kids making noise in, in the suspension room but it was like we all just understood like each other and it was really like it, I just felt like you do feel like you belong. It was all the kids that didn't feel like they belonged anywhere belonging somewhere, which was really nice. And like you, it was really free to be whatever you want, like even when we weren't necessarily playing music, you just come and sit and listen to us or, or do anything. And we would laugh, and it was just so nice to feel like part of something, I guess, altogether for sure.
0: Angelina, even though you're not a conservatory, a music conservatory student here at Purchase. You still use the drums as an outlet. Just tell me more about that. How do you do that?
1: Yeah, so um, I didn't stop after high school. I kind of, you know, a- after I graduated and everything, it was kind of like a little like thing where you, you leave all your friends and you go your own way. And, and my best friend went off to go do music. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, you know, I don't, it's so, it is so important to me. I, I never want to lose that. And um, honestly, I really use it to make connections. Like I, for example, I met um, a friend here just by playing drums in the quad and, and she came up and was like, hey, you know, can I join you? And it's like, you just you just make so many connections and it's like, it, it just bonds you together. Like I, 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 try, I tried to make a lot of bands in high school, like my own bands um, and just like play together and playing with people is probably my favorite thing to do. Just like collaborating and seeing where like, you just connect to people without even really knowing you just get together and make music and it's really cool. And just playing alone. I, I just enjoy getting better and, and like kind of just, it's kind of meditative, you know, like, like anything else, anything else, you just focusing on the song and what it sounds like and how you're doing it. And, uh, you can get creative and it's just a nice way to like escape.
2: Yeah. You, you say escape and like, and, you know, I totally understand that. and Tony I'm sure you do too you know we've discussed like you know being high school athletes in the past and you know something for me to this day like I don't play competitive soccer as much but I mean there's nothing like getting out there and like kicking the ball it totally clears my mind it lets me you know totally escape you know like the reality of the world and so like this is it a is it stress reliever do you use it as something like you know if you're sad or you know down or something is that something that you sometimes find yourself doing to maybe you know cheer yourself up
1: yeah definitely also like i have adhd so like it's not you know it doesn't really affect my everyday life that bad but i do definitely notice a difference when i'm when i sit down to drum like clears all that garbage kind of out of my brain and like brings me down to earth a bit um yeah and and i'm a psych major here like we mentioned and like i you know you don't have to make music your life just to you know enjoy it especially you know, sometimes when when you make music your life, you kind of you get lost in the um, responsibility of it all instead of just focusing on how it makes you feel. And, and I don't want to lose that. And I, I don't anticipate losing that. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And again, you mentioned being a psych major in your future. Do you ever have any plans to kind of morph the two? I know there's a lot of different um, psychologists or even therapists. Um, that I've been in contact with that use music in their therapy, would that ever be a path that you see yourself going down?
1: It's really funny you mention that, uh, Tony, because I actually am looking into becoming a music therapist. Oh, I think okay. definitely an art therapist. Um, I really enjoy working, especially with special needs people. Um, I feel like I just, I can uh, help to, to kids who, who, you know, maybe are nonverbal or things like that who need a way of, of feeling safe before they can try to communicate in a way is just to connect to music and rhythm and there's even sound frequencies that help kids and people just like calm down. Or even if they need to be like, you know, if they need to be stimulated in their brain, like to, to get them um, feeling a certain way. And, and it really does help. And I'm extremely interested in that, especially if I'm going to be doing psychology, I definitely want to integrate like what makes me feel good in my life
2: yeah absolutely
0: you mentioned meeting somebody out in the quad and kind of having some sort of community here at purchase through music did you expect that coming in as a psych major you know not somebody that's kind of shooed into the music culture from being a conservatory student you know did you kind of expect that uh community
1: um honestly uh a little bit i kind of feel like the common misconception is that if you're not a music student here or you're not in the conservatory doing something you know, extravagant, you're not going to meet other people who are unless you're in that environment. But honestly, like just going outside and and doing what I wanted to do has connected me to so many people that that's just been proven not true, that you can meet anyone, do anything. And and because there is that common interest and and love for music on this campus, when you do step outside and you do like, and and people overhear you and things like that, you everyone just kind of comes together and it is pretty nice and, and and it's it's really non-judgmental like you don't have to be the best of the best you know to to connect with people here and I feel like when art school is advertised and things like that people definitely think of the fact that you need to be some type of way some type of the best version of of whatever you do but it's just not true
0: mm-hmm. so it's almost like just you just have to take that risk to step outside a little bit out of your comfort zone
1: for sure and
2: then you could really find like a group of people yeah no, yeah, that's so cool to hear that um, the music community here at Purchase is so open. Like we've discussed like in the past episodes, like non musicians like us, even Tony and I have, like, you know, somehow we've been integrated into some at some point, you know, on campus, whether it be out in the plaza and people are playing music or they're playing music out of their window and like alumni. So, like, it is really cool to see the uh, community of music and musicians here at Purchase. Yeah, 100%. So, it's, that's just a really nice part
0: of Purchase. For yeah. sure. That was a great conversation, Angelina. I know me and Noah are very appreciative, Um, not only just to get how you um, use music as an outlet as a non-conservatory student. You know, last time we talked to a conservatory student, me and Noah are not musicians ourselves, so we could relate to you in that way. And it's just really cool to hear that um, people outside of the conservatory of music here at Purchase are still demonstrating a creative outlet. So just before we leave, anything uh, that you want to say?
1: um well thank you so much for um inviting me to do this and honestly yeah don't uh don't listen to what people say about needing to be in a specific you know environment to be able to do what you love
0: thank you so much for joining us on our final episode of developing the ear Noah and i have had a great time uh, recording these for you guys hope you learned a lot As always, it's been your host, Anthony Vassallo, And I'm Noah Siego. Thank you so much for listening with us. Bye.